Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Phantom Neckos. I'm Yadi Audrey. And I'm Angel. And today we're going to be talking about anime duos. And yeah, pretty much it. I feel like this is the first time I've actually told y'all the topic before getting five minutes into it and you don't even know what you're listening to. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about our favorite anime duos or just like, I don't think there's much more explanation that needs to be said about anime duos. Yeah. It's just they're there and they're cool. And they work. And I think it's my favorite trope in anime or manga. It's a great trope. Yeah. And also some exciting news. We're going to have some guest stars soon. So that's really exciting. Stay tuned. Yeah. And to any of your friends who listen and like know us personally or listen to us and like really feel passionate about and want to talk on the podcast, let us know. Yeah. And yeah. And we're open to talking to anybody. Yep. About anything. I mean, as long as like any manga related. You can be ahead of us as you want, as long as we yeah. stay within the realm of anime and manga. And basically. respectful. <laughs> yes, and respectful. Yeah. No hate here. No disrespect shit like that. And yeah. Any updates? Um, I want to say yes, but um, no. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pick up. Oh, the... I have update. Oh. <laughs> no go 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 um i mean picking up the tokyo revengers manga again and yeah. finally catching up yeah yeah i like to hear it <laughs> um so i'm looking forward to that because i just i hear nothing but good things from audrey because she kind of likes it just a little yeah, i kind of I like it yeah you could say that <laughs> she has a just an interest in it yeah uh, I, I'm not sitting in front of a Tokyo Revengers shrine and I don't have two Tokyo Revengers tattoo and another one lined up. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, uh, what are your updates? The Nana figures, we finally got a color rendition. So like we've seen, we got to see them a year ago, what the figures would look like. And now they finally posted an update of how they will look like colored or painted, I guess. And mm -hmm. they are finally up for pre-order. They're like around... 170 i'm just estimating plus tax and whatnot so around 170 for each one it's nana and hachi and they're available for pre-order they you could get them at ami ami but they don't deliver to the u.s or you get them from japan otaku mode mm -hmm. yeah and those when you pay for them or when you check out they take the money out right away or you could do hobby link japan and they won't charge you until they are finally sent oh and tokyo avengers manga English print from the United States are finally coming out. They are already in stores and I am patiently waiting for mine to be sent. Yeah, and I think that's all the updates I want to say. Um, Honestly, like the anime, like this anime season has been kind of dry. Yeah, I don't like I'm not keeping up with any of them right now at this moment. Like, There's, what is this? The summer animes? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not watching anything weekly. Um. I did start Rent-A-Girlfriend just a little bit because... Y'all did not see my eye, my reaction, but there was one. <laughs> it's just kind of dry. I mean, it's always been dry, but like especially more dry. So Rent-A-Girlfriend? Yeah. Mm. And, this, and the opening sucks. Like, 
I know at oh. the last last season or last episode we talked about mm-hmm. how like skipping OPs is a red flag. Yeah. Well, fuck. Like I'm skipping this one. I don't care because it sucks. It's because last season was great. Oh my god, it's what made me watch it. I I actually am watching something, but it's just it's um the devil's a part timer. Oh yeah, then like season two just started airing. Yeah, and uh, I'm enjoying. Yeah. That's what's popular right now. Yes, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's just funny, but I think the Call of the Night also came out, and that looks pretty good. So I'm gonna give that a watch. But there's nothing like that's like, oh my god, I need to see it. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel I, like we're being kind of like biased, but I'm like, if it's not Chainsaw Man or JJK or Tokyo Avengers or Spy Family or any of these big ones that everyone like yes like if it's not this hype like I don't want to um I, no it's not that I don't want to see it I don't feel too inclined to keep up with it yeah to watch it weekly like I will watch it like I'm trying to keep up with the devil's a part-timer and I really do want to start the call and I I think I just feel burnt out trying to watch so many things and trying to keep up I think like um it gets burnt out from constantly consuming content about how so many people are consuming this content and I feel behind. So yeah, I think sometimes I feel overwhelmed with how much I want to watch or how I'm not watching what everyone's watching. But at the end of the day, I think um, this is just a reminder for myself and for everyone to just watch what you want. You don't necessarily have to keep up with what everyone's watching or watch something just because it's new or stuff like that. At the end of the day, this is for your own enjoyment. And I don't know if anyone feels that way, but I guess because like I'm kind of like a content creator, quotation mm-hmm. marks around it. Um, it's like, oh, I don't want to be left behind or not be talking, not be included in the conversation. I guess if that makes sense. Totally. Like it gets overwhelming. I'm like, fuck, I didn't read that chapter yet or stuff like that. And I feel like TikTok and Twitter as well also kind of just spoils things. Like you have to immediately watch this episode or read this chapter, or else like no one's gonna talk about it. I think. I think that's the only downside of like things becoming so m- more mainstream or I could be wrong, you know, or because I'm in it as I'm more in it now than I was before that I get so many things. I just see so many things talked about. Yeah. And like anyone's reason to st- in starting something like a new manga or anime is valid. But it's just kind of like sad to see that the reason like most people pick up a manga is because like they want to avoid spoilers yeah and because like you know as fun as they may be like you know tiktok and twitter is just like just an info dump and can be overwhelming and and yeah it gets to me too i mean like that's why i picked up attack on titan too like i didn't want to No, that's exactly why i picked up attack on titan i had a huge spoiler like spoiled for me and i'm like well fuck this yeah so it's like Collecting manga, reading it is so much fun. I feel like sometimes I enjoy it more than anime, but I feel like I picked it up more than anything because I'm like, well, I'm not getting this spoiled. Uh uh. Yeah, like it's like I just, I gotta know, you know? Yeah, so it's kind of bittersweet how I picked up this hobby, but yeah. <laughs> and I, when I posted about like um, to my mutuals, to like, I don't know if I made sense, but I said any manga, and I think they understood any manga and people were like i'm not really reading manga and i was like no i meant like any anime where are an anime and manga podcast yes and anything within that field manga tattoos anime tattoos cosplaying among anything yeah yeah so i guess uh let's get into the topic 
it's not a Phantom Necklace episode if we don't spend 25 minutes rambling and then finally getting into yeah. the episode. So the first duo that I want to talk about, I think they're one of the most iconic ones. And kind of when you think an anime duo, this is who pops into my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gon and Kilwa. Yes. They are the anime duo to me. They're just so precious. They're so fun. And their character development and the relationship they've built on along the storyline is just amazing. And I love how Togashi wrote them in the fact that like they have a great dynamic with Gurapika and Lerodio, but mm-hmm. they they also have a great din- dynamic just them two alone as well. Yeah, like they could really carry the story with them or without them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I still have yet like I to read the other part, but it's just like I don't know how like the storyline is without them. Yeah, like I don't know why Togashi decided to turn into a light novel, but uh, <laughs> no, all of Togashi for giving us Hunter Hunter. It's just a lot. <laughs> I I just I think I just feel sad to that I'm gonna read it without them. Yeah, you know, but I think like what Togashi, and this is just my speculation, is that he wanted to give each character kind of like their own storyline or story arc and. I think he did what he had to do with Gon and Kilua, and then we'll revisit, we'll revisit them again once like there's kind of like a resolution within everything. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get that because of his health issues, that's fine. But if we do get that and that takes like years, that's fine as well. And I'm very thankful that we're even getting more chapters to begin with. Yeah, definitely. Because holy shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they. I think because like even though they're kids, you get so much like relationship development and with like how they see their friendship and how they rely on each other and whatnot and how Gon helps Kilua build this friendship and feel like the sense of worthiness to be a friend mm-hmm. and to have one and how Kilua gives Gon something he never really had either like a friendship as well and kind of just like what their friendship means to one another they both help them grow, but in different ways. You know, Gon grows in strength and kind of Kilua grows more with like emotional and mental capacity. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think they just pair really well. And they're so funny, like in the whole time. And their di- their dynamic is just fun. You know? Yeah. And it's refreshing fun. to see. And I wish like I could rewatch Hunter x Hunter again with like. For the first time. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. I feel that too. Cause like I think about the I I'm not I I don't want to watch the Chimera Ant arc again. <laughs> There's something emotionally draining about it. Um, shit feels heavy. Yeah, it is Did heavy. You... It is heavy. It, it is heavy. Like, Togashi was... got very philosophical out of nowhere. And I'm like, I was just watching these people play a video game, <laughs> right? What do you mean these ants are superhuman and they want to be part of a society? What do you mean their critique on humanity and our place on this earth? Yeah, I was just like, damn, I don't really know, dog. I thought I thought I was watching these two kids just try to be strong. What do you mean they got to fight an ant army? Wild. Yeah. I feel like Urapika and Leorio are also kind of a good duo, but they don't, I'm just be honest, they don't have what Gon and Kilo have. No. And you know, okay, now another duo. I love the girl and guy best friend duo, aka Naruto and Sakura and Yuji and Nobra. Yes. 
especially Yuji and Obro, their fight was amazing and just how well they teamed up. And I think like what I like about JJK is that there's no doubt on Sakura's abilities, you know? Like, yes, she's not like OP like Yuji and um and Megumi. Not that they're necessarily OP, but they definitely have stronger gifts. But Nobra has a very substantial good curse technique. Yeah. And with Sakura, I think like it shows like kind of like the fandom and the anime kind of doubt her abilities and her strength. But she fucking kicked ass with um what's that one Akatsuki member? The puppet one. Oh, fuck, I'm so bad at names. <laughs> oh, um um Sa- Sasori. Sasori. Yeah? Yes. If I'm wrong, someone uh, I guess correct us. I don't know how. <laughs> like you could comment on her it is sasori yeah she kicked ass with sasori even if it was um his grandma kind of manipulating her but Mm. i really like seeing them as a duo they were fun and even just comedic way like her anger and his like kind of stupidity was just funny also by like the ninja war arc like she literally had like her chakra control was so good that she was able to like simultaneously like heal people while also like fighting along with naruto and sasuke yeah like, girl was fucking in it that's what i like put some respect on her name you know yeah. like i hope as like anime continues to grow bigger i hope people just stop hating sakura i hope like like people's like media lead- literacies just improves you know yeah because people are like she says she didn't like she was like 10 She's, yeah you know she learned her lesson speaking of naruto uh, I love Kakashi and Maikai. Oh my god, they're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the hyperactive one and the ones like, I don't really want to fucking be here. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, like, they're like, their rivalry, like, it's so competitive, but it's like so wholesome too, you know? It's funny because at first this seems one-sided up until that race. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like Akashi's like, yeah, whatever, I guess I'll participate. And then, like, this race comes in close and you see them run it. And it's funny. And it's just, I just love seeing how they have, like, a mutual respect for each other because of their abilities and shit. Yeah, and Kakashi deserves, like, a good friendship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. If anyone could have been a villain, it could have been Kakashi. And yet... Naruto as well. Naruto too, yeah. Imagine, like, them... Instead of, like, Itachi and Sasuke. Oof. Like, I mean, they both have amazing ability. I'm not going to argue that, you know, but so does Kakashi and Naruto. Like, I would want to see that. I think I saw, like, some concept or some, like, not concept art, fan art of, like, what it would have looked like if Naruto was in the Katsuki. Yeah. And also kind of helps in that, like, Kishimoto wrote that, like, he basically has unlimited chakra with with um, Kurama and him. <laughs> scary (laughs) yeah leaf village no longer (laughs) no all right um another duo is um i'm just gonna get into it i really i'm i'm gonna bring tokyo i really like mikey and draken and we get them for i don't want to spoil anything but i'm just happy to see them all the time in the anime for this season and how much they mean to each other and how much they rely on each other and how draken is mikey's rock and just how they play so well as president vice president of the tokyo manji gang i love them and it's funny because like i think even in the anime 
kind of hints at that it's it seems like Draken would be the president and Mikey like the but Mikey's the main guy mm-hmm. you know and kind of the patience Draken has with Mikey and whatnot yeah because what do you mean you don't want to eat this if it doesn't have a flag yeah it's like they're like these badass gang members like not to be messed with and then Draken's yeah. like Mikey's not eating because he doesn't have a flag yeah like, they and- just know each other like so well yeah i think just like the respect he has from his um his captains and the relationship and it's just but especially with draken how you know and i think it's like that's what i like i can't how do i explain it in words draken doesn't seek more or anything it doesn't seem like a competition like he knows that this is mikey's dream and he wants to help it and even if mikey could be childish at times and stuff like that and he's just there for him mm-hmm. but manga spoilers manga spoilers because i'm gonna talk about a duel that you do kind of get to see in the end of the anime but you see more within the manga in the next season chifuyu and takamichi and i think you know enough that i could talk about like especially in like the next arc the black dragon arc you see them more as a duo and how much just i think chifuyu is someone who he's kind of written in a way that he needs to to be there for someone yeah and it's just amazing that that's who mikey gets because he's also really strong but he's also really vulnerable and kind of lets takamichi be that vulnerable without being judged yeah judged but that's it (laughs) But they're so funny and they're such a great duo and they kind of just bring the best out of each other. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, so I f- bad with like explaining myself. Later. Their dynamic definitely got like more, much more fleshed out in the manga. Yeah. And even right now in this arc, it's getting even more fleshed out and you kind of see how much they mean to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because it's nice that Shifuyu could have that because he lost Baji and Maybe a part of him felt that he wouldn't have that, but he's... And it's kind of they build the Mikey and Draken relationship with, as people will see in the future, or if you decide to pick up the manga. And another one that I want to talk about, Tokyo Revengers. I could go on for days talking about duos in Tokyo Revengers, because if what Koi's going to do something is give us a duo. So I won't go too much into it, but there's like Koko and Inupi, um, even um, the Haitani brothers... Benki and Wakasa that you get to see in the future um, or yeah along the manga yeah there's just amazing duos or the um, angry and smiley Hakai and Mitsuya oh my god he you are gonna see <laughs> yeah so there's amazing duos in Tokyo Avengers so if you like anim- um, if you like duos or if you like that trope I would definitely suggest if you haven't watched Tokyo Avengers already to watch it and if you did watch the anime read the manga because there's so much more and like I think the art style is obviously I mean it's Ken Wakoi's so it's the, the art style is amazing yeah the fashion in it let's get into Chainsaw Man now duos or do you have a duo you want to mention because I just kind of been talking um yeah uh mob and reagan oh my god the uh yes the teacher and student duos are the best and especially because like everyone knows it but mob but he's the one carrying (laughs) yeah yeah he it's so funny how he looks up to reagan as like this like talented being yeah and like everyone else is like this fucking dude is a dumbass yeah (laughs) yeah And it's just so wholesome because 
Reagan really does care about Mob. It's yeah. not like... I think that's I guess... what Mob is picking up on. I hope so, yeah. And, yeah. Oh! Yes. Mob and Dimple is fucking oh funny. Okay, wait. This other... When there's like a a mascot type of duo, like Sakura and Hiro and Sailor Moon and Luna, it's always the best because they're always kind of bullying the protagonist. <laughs> Because Dimple kind of does that too. I mean, now it's like more fleshed out. Like he cares about Mob and kind of wants the best. Not kind of wants the best for him. Yeah. And he started out as like an antagonist in the beginning too. Which is funny. Yeah. But Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. Oh my god. Um, The best duo. Power, Power and Denji. Uh, spoilers for the manga. Not part two. Just part one. Yeah. It's just so sad that we don't get to see them again. I don't know like how. Breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It hurts. I wonder it if hurts. we're gonna get more meowy. I hope so. I I miss power every day. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss to the fullest. Fujimoto was wrong for that. He's wrong for a lot of things, but especially wrong for that. For taking away power? Yeah. Yeah, and I think toward the end, you see how much they truly care for each other and how they are found family, but like in really like the Aki is um their older brother and powers the younger sister mm-hmm. like they're funny together they're hilarious but i think definitely how much they love each other is really what um makes them an amazing duo yeah and they're both dumbasses in their own regard fucking doofuses yeah. dinguses it's fucking one brain cell activities with them damn i wonder who they resemble beats me beats me yeah um <laughs> smarter already that line was just... she i think they just had glasses on and they're like i think they said i feel smarter already yeah <laughs> oh my god another duo uh kobani and her anxiety damn damn wow. i can <laughs> i feel like i can two different characters of a different spectrum yeah but like completely different reasons huh for completely different reasons, but um, I can Kobani for sure. Shit. Yeah. There's not much to say. She's probably the most relatable character in the manga. Homegirl's just trying to get through it. <laughs> Let's see. Aki and Angel? Yes. If I could describe them, I would say poetic. Yes. With one word. Very much. Mm-hmm. Wholesome, Kobani, and violence. Oh my god. You know what? Let's change topic. Tanjiro and Nezuko. Unmatched duo. Yeah, she really... Um, I think for right now what we could say is she's there when she needs him and is definitely kind of his grounding um, his grounding point. Mm-hmm. And brings him back when needed. But yeah, she really pulls through when she needs to. She's like, time to clock in? Bet. So I've had my nap. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I slept for most of the season. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I love Nezuko, so not try to say anything negative like that. Oh, yeah, no, totally not. Um, Nezuko's best girl. Yes, we said that in our first episode. She's great. I was. I wanted to bring more. I know there's more that we're missing. Yeah, because there's others that like I want to say, but like it's usually two that are a part of a trio. Like Eren and Mikasa are like with Aaron, or with a. Uh, Armin, you know? Satoru. No. Soguru. <laughs> Goodbye. 
what we could have had, what we could have had. Oh my God. They are probably the most heartbreaking duo there is. And you know what? I'm going to say this. I saw someone say like, Oh, would you rather have no politics in anime son or pro shipper daughter? <laughs> and I'm like, all right. All right. Nope. You know what? I'm like, all right. Because I took a little offense because I do be shipping people, but, <laughs> but these dudes basically called each other soulmates. Yeah, no, he called Gojo he, called him his one and only. And he said it back. He told the girls too. Yeah. So what do you want me to do with that? Yeah, don't look at us when these mangakas are queer coding the fuck out of these characters. Exactly. If you okay, there's one thing when like I I understand if you don't like ships or shit like that, you know, like that's fair. That's not the fucking point yeah. of the anime, you know? But when there's like clear queer coding and shit, like, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> shit, like, it's theirs. I didn't put it in there. Like, excuse me for being analytical and seeing yeah, ex- between yeah, the lines. Ex- excuse me for reading between the lines. Um, and they be giving each other that look, like, <laughs> you- it's there. Yeah. I saw gay, so I said gay. That's not bullying. That's an astute observation. observation. That's an astute observation. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I I got loud. Sorry. <laughs> but it's there. Like, what do you want me to do about that? Like, when Naruto and Sasuke at, like, the end and they're finding each other and just staring at each other, like, looking like they're about to kiss. They did kiss. What- yeah. They were each other's first kiss. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, I don't I don't ship them. I'm just saying, like, is there's something there. There is something there. And I'm not, and I'm not reaching. It's there, but yeah, I saw soulmates, so I said soulmates. Like, yeah, that's not shipping. That's just being analytical. Yeah, just calling it for what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and I know there's people who hate Maitake, like Manjiro, aka Mikey, mm-hmm. and Takamichi, but like that's also there, like. Spoiler warning, you saw at the end of the arc how Mikey kills everybody just mm-hmm. to, because Takamichi left home. If that ain't crazy ex behavior, I don't know what is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, spoiler warning over. over. Yeah. I don't know. Like, especially there's Shonen has so much queer coding. I don't know if the mangakas know what they're doing or, you know, I'm just like, how do I tell you this? So yeah, I'm not saying like you have to fucking like a ship or anything like that, but what do you want me to do if they're calling each other soulmates? Like, yeah, a more lighthearted duo that just came to mind. Um, we don't see it often, but when we do, it's a treat. Shirogane and Chika. Oh my god, she—that is her son when she needs to teach him something. And I love the. She's like, bitch, I'm a mother. <laughs> And I love, like, the duality that they have because, like, normally, like, Shirogane is, like, the competent, well-adjusted one. And Chika is kind of, like, the more carefree, almost buffoon. Yeah. And then, like, when they're interacting, it's, like, it switches. She's like, how are you so fucking bad at this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we see more of them? I want to say yes. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I... shit, like actually gets thick so okay. like so like it's not some like we see them together but like in like a more like serious context you know damn 
I need to read this. I'm there's so much I need to read. There's so much I need to watch. It overwhelms me. Yeah. I said I wanted to watch Bleach and One Piece next, and I was just gonna watch them kind of at the same time, see which one I finish first. But I'm putting this at the back of the line. I need to watch uh, 25 episode animes that I've been meaning to watch. Yeah, you're gonna put them on the back burner of the back burner. Yeah, the back burner of the back burner. Like, they are, they are on my list, and I really want to get to them. But they are, to be fair, much longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I not I heard it's confirmed that One Piece is gonna be in its final arc very soon. That's yeah. insane. Big news. I thought I was gonna be forty, and it was still gonna be going. <laughs> I'm like, damn. So I really want to catch up with it because I kind of want to be there to witness it. You know. Yeah. It's, it's fun to be part. It's fun to be part of a like manga when it's ending. I didn't get to do it for demon slayer and we got to do it for attack on titan that was amazing it was really like a bittersweet moment bittersweet i was throwing up and screaming and crying (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and now i'm getting to that with tokyo avengers and i don't know and you're getting to do that with love is war and i'm gonna join you hopefully and i hope i get to join you with or no i don't hope i will join you with Tokyo Avengers. Yeah, um being able to be there at, to read those final chapters and kind of be part of like the enthusiasm of getting a chapter every week is really is really amazing and I recommend it to everybody. Mm-hmm. And being part of this like Chainsaw Man part 2 coming out is although we've already said like it's overwhelming that people like talk about it right away, but it's like it's really fun. And you feel part of a community even though it's kind of you're just talking into the internet. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, um, being in like that like collective like thought or like co- collective like dialogue. It's yeah. really fun. It's really fun. Yeah, and it's like this shit means something to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. So I would suggest for everyone to be part of it, whether whatever it is, like it doesn't have to be any of these mangas we've talked about, just any manga you like or any series, you know? Mm-hmm. I would suggest to pick up one manga that's yet to be finished. Jujutsu Kaisen is really exciting right now. My hero as well. Can't I, say personally, but from what I've heard, but Jujutsu Kaisen, she's getting, she's getting real. Yeah, and I can vouch for my hero being really good. Holy shit. Yeah, and it's just, it's just really exciting. But back to anime duos. Yes. <laughs> um, there's just I I keep wanting to go back to Tokyo Avengers, but I won't because like. All right, should I throw one out there? Yeah. Deku and Bakugo. You know, I'm excited to see more of them. Tell me more because I feel like they're finally, from where we left off, I think they're finally, Bakugo is finally like warming up to him. It's like a cat that like didn't like the dog, the family dog. Yeah, they're very much like, yeah, just seeing their growth, like from like being like, from Bakugo being like this fucking petty rival or wanting a Mm -hmm. petty rivalry Mm -hmm. to like finally him being accepting of like, Deku's powers and also coming to terms with his own um, flaws and shortcomings as a hero and as a person. It's just been really fun. To, it's been a delight to read. You know what we should also talk about? Trios next. Yeah. Are we getting lazy? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, because there is amazing trios that we also want to talk about that we mentioned. Um, but I think there is more anime duos, but there's not a lot that like i feel like 
we both know of and that we could both talk about. And also, we have yet to watch the other two big three. Yeah. Yeah, well, our bad. Our bad OGs. <laughs> we'll get there. And trust, you will hear about it. Um, I have another one, though, that we both go know. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Nishimiya and... Yes! That's the one I want to... And what's his no. name? From a silent voice. Shoya. Nishimiya and Shoya. Get into it. Just, like, seeing how, like, not only, like, he wants to overcome, like, or not only does he want to, like, make amends for, like, his mm. bullying, but, like, she also wants to overcome her disability and become, like, you know, accepted by by friends, you know, just despite, like, uh, her disability. And it's just it's just a very... That's a very bittersweet just story of just like seeing like how how they kind of like rely on each other. How they help each other grow. And I think that that's the beauty of a lot of these duos is that they're not just like a great dynamic. It's that they're helping each other in some regard. Mm -hmm. And with um, Nishimiya and Shoya, like... It's really amazing how even though she was cautious, but she did forgive him and welcome her, welcome him into her life mm-hmm. despite everything. Because if it was me, I'd be like, suck it, you bitch. Like, it's beef. I fucked. <laughs> <laughs> if you bullied me, don't try to come and be friends with me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I will say get fucked. <laughs> like, good for you trying to grow and stuff like that, but don't seek friendship out with me yeah if you did me dirty and you want to try to come back in my life cool thank you for apologizing mm-hmm. apology accepted but i don't i don't want shit to do with you yeah yeah so you know shout out to our girl she is also best girl yes because again she didn't have to do that and i think she was also that was also a growing point for her you know yeah. She's like, well, I don't want to hold on to this grudge because of my disability, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she was cautious, you know? She's like, she was scared. And I think that's something really amazing about them. They're both. <laughs> Fuck, why am I bad with words now? As long as it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> They're both resilient in their own regard. Yeah. And again, I'm not just said shit about, like, but, like, good for him, you know? That yeah. he. And at a good age too you know yeah like i always hear stories about like yeah my bully from like 15 years ago you mean you're barely having character development at age 30 yeah he was like what i did was wrong as a teen yeah as a teen yeah yeah it takes like a lot to really reflect like hey you know i was wrong and even a lot more to go apologize to that person I'm going to watch this movie again. You're going to cry? I'm going to cry. I need a good cry. Nana and Hachi, you know? Yeah. They There's so much critique on them, and they are both equally flawed characters, and I hate that that's kind of what a lot of people see, or I feel like what they I see ho- from the fandom is... They hold it against them, you know? Yeah, and it's like... And again, like we've mentioned, I think last episode is that... Um, there's no power, there's no like power system or stuff like that. It's just seeing these girls 
go on their day to day and try to overcome being in a new city, being in this coming of age, because you know what coming of age is in your 20s. I don't care. Like, once you step out of living with parents and moving into a new city, and it's not saying that you have to live, go to a new city to like experience shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like move out. But it's more like, that's really when you get the ball rolling. I don't think come. I feel like high school is like, you're knowing yourself you're getting more interest you know you're really becoming your own person Mm -hmm. but coming of age is kind of like when you're in these 20s and kind of like i'm an adult now you know there's more to be expected of me and i also have my own dreams and the desires but there's also things that i need to do um and that's basically the plot of nana you know and so there's not like a there's not necessarily a goal in mind like how other series have or like a power system or like something to hold it up together this is the plot is these two girls finding their way as like 20 year olds in a city trying to fulfill their dreams trying to figure out what they want to do and i think it's much more real to see their flaws and whatnot and to hold it against them but really like no one is better than one other character, you know? And I think that's what Ayazawa is trying to show. Like, not one character is, like, this holy character and was in the right, you know? And so I think it's wrong to kind of hold it against each other and be like, this character was shitty. I think they were all shitty in their own regard, you know? Yeah, it's real-life shit. Yeah, and I think, like, sometimes as much as, like, as we express to do some, like, um, media lit practice media literacy i think you can't say that this character was bad because of x y and z you know when the whole point of like the story is just to show how just humans how are real flawed. yeah just how flawed humans are and how you just try to go about your di- about your life and grow from these said situations and try to also make amends with people mm-hmm. and try to hold on to relationships even though You've both gone through really heavy things. But what I was trying to say about this duo is that I feel like people either overly romanticize them or kind of bash on them. Like, oh, they were toxic for each other. They were too overly dependent on each other. Or, oh my God, they're amazing. Um, I want to be, I want to have like my own Hachi and Nana relationship, you know. And I think they're an amazing duo because they just show how real um, friendships could be. Mm-hmm. Especially in those eight in that age, and I think it's beautiful that they get to live with each other and learn from each other and kind of like see each one kind of helps each other see like, hey, I do this a lot in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why they're amazing because they are meant to show um, growth within one of within each other. Yeah. They both take a lot from each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think their love for each other is so real. And that's what's so beautiful. Like, there's no... With, like, these shonen duos that we've talked about, you kind of have to read between the lines that you see these characters care for each other. But with Nana and Hachi, like, it's immediately shown. Like, Hachi mentions it all the time. She's like, I love her, mm-hmm. you know? And Nana, too, she's like, I want to be able to provide this and that for Hachi. And I think that's why they're an amazing duo. Damn, I just dropped some truth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, thank you for... Co- Honestly, though. It's good. Very good. Thank you. I, there's just passion. I think when 
um, I've mentioned this to people before, but I think when you kind of experience something that a story shows, you just really grow passionate about it. It resonates a lot harder. Yeah, and especially I think Nana is just so loved because it is iconic, like the style that you see, the but more so the storyline. Like I think, like I've mentioned before with Shoujo, I think sometimes you could relate more to this girl going through life than you can with this like hero that has like these amazing abilities. There's so a lot more you, relatability. Yeah, and I think like Nana could seem like it over romanticized things but really it's just it's kind of the truth you know yeah and i think that's why i like shoujo a lot because it it's more about like the communication and the human interactions you have and how sometimes as a viewer you see things and it just becomes so clear like you know just communicate or just that but sometimes you just can't sometimes life just gets in the way and going back on the over romanticization i think <laughs> Like, that's just, like, kind of, like, the beauty of shoujo, honestly, is, like, how it, like, over-romanticizes, like, the mundane. And, like, it just, like, sheds a light on, like, these things in, like, our everyday life that, like, we kind of, like, don't give a second thought sometimes. And um, Nana does that. And, in turn, shoujo material does that very well. Like, Fruits Basket. Yeah. Another duo in there that, like, they don't kind of recognize that they're a duo is um kyo and yuki mm -hmm. they kind of they hate each other but because they at the beginning they admire each other so much or wanted to be like the other one and then they both let each other down and then in the future generation their sons get along really well and it's just like you see what could have been if like there wasn't this miscommunication mm -hmm. as a kid and this yeah Shoujo is just amazing, mm -hmm. and I need more people to watch it. <laughs> I recommend, as always, Fruits Basket, Nana, Kimini Todoke, a slice of life that I've. I actually wanted to make like a. We're we're done talking about anime duels. <laughs> a series that I wanted to talk about in TikTok, but I want to talk about it here because. Of, I'm here and who knows when I'll make this TikTok is after the rain and you learn a lot what if you're stuck in a point of your life or in a rut I really suggest you read this I think it really changes your perspective on beans feeling stuck and whatnot and how to get out of it you know yeah so I won't get too into it because I've already given y'all some sort of monologue <laughs> already but yeah read after the rain um it's amazing and it i think some i think it's one of the one of the series that has really helped me get through get through it yeah yeah um yeah i don't know it's been 50 minutes damn <laughs> yeah we can leave it at that yeah leave some food for thought for y'all yeah <laughs> So like yeah, <laughs> sometimes I be I be thinking so much and saying so much that I'm I'm at limit. <laughs> I used up my limit. I can't say more. I <laughs> sorry. I'm in my capacity. But that being said, there's so much more anime duels that I'm sorry we don't. I feel like sometimes we don't do justice to things that 
um, because I want everyone to enjoy our episodes, you know. Mm-hmm. So sorry that I feel like we tend to focus within JJK, My Hero, Demon Slayer, Tokyo Avengers, Chainsaw Man, Spy Family. Um, it's kind of like what me and Angel both know and could talk about. But definitely, I think I'm going to push us more to talk about more different series, you know, because yeah. we, I don't want us to get repetitive. And I always reach out to our listeners, all five of you. <laughs> but if there's anything you want us to talk about, um, feel free. We will watch it. We will do our best. Or anything you want us to read or anything. Totally. Like, yes, we're doing this for our fun, but we would also like to cater to our listeners we welcome engagement yes i urge (laughs) y'all encourage yeah yeah demand i'm no longer asking i'm not i'm not posting an episode until y'all interact (laughs) no i'm just kidding um there's something else i wanted to say um i feel like we could have talked about neon genesis sorry (laughs) Oops. I'm I'm capped out. I'm capped out. I don't know what to. I'm gonna er, I am gonna challenge us to also come prepared with a script. A friend, a friend of mine asked me. She's like, because I told her how hard of a time I have with voiceovers, and she's like, "You do so well in your podcast." I'm like, "That just be free thinking." <laughs> I just, I just be thinking and I spit it out. Yeah, this is our also, brain bump. Yeah. Also, I. I am thankful to have Angel who edits us to sound semi-coherent. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we op- if we op- if <laughs> you see Just if we listen- posted this episode raw, y'all would be like, huh? <laughs> go listen to the Spy Family episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I again we're very thankful for the to the listeners who. To the audience who does listen to us, so um, so it's probably hard to probably suggest anything. Or if you're just enjoying our content that we already put out, also feel free to let us know. If you think we're doing like a good job with what we're talking about, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. But yeah, challenge coming ahead to talk about different series, you know, and not just stick to like within our comfort zone. And different topics. If you want us to get real down and dirty, like let us know. We'll get into the nitty gritty of things. I'll talk Lord about, knows we can. I'll be. I'll play devil's advocate and be like, why politics shouldn't be an anime? No, I'm kidding. We are <laughs> pro shipper daughter or politics in anime, son. <laughs> what do you want me to say when Car- it's like saying like, like Ymir and um, Historia and Historia is there. <laughs> It's I was cl- I was clearly bothered by that. I was like, well, why am I being compared to a guy who says there's no politics in anime to something? I think I think because sometimes shippers do take it too far, like too far. Yeah. And I'm going to say it. Bako and De- Bakugo there. and Deku, those shippers, I get that. But what do you want me to do when Satoru called Suguru his one and only? Mm-hmm. How do you want me to take that? Or when Emir wrote that whole love letter. letter yeah, you know. Studio. Yeah. If you're homophobic, just say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was clearly hurt by that. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I'm not doing anything bad. But I get when when people bring up the extreme, like Bakugo and Dekugo. 
what am I saying? Baku and Deku shippers. I, I understand. I've seen some shit that I wish I could pour acid in my eyes that I wish I did not see. <laughs> I get it. Some of them do take it too far. Yeah, it's a little rough sometimes. Yeah. But to be compared to... There's no politics in anime when there's Full Metal Alchemist, um, Attack on Titan. Literally, like the antagonist is, is title and the government is Fear. Fear. Mm. Oh, we could have brought up Full Metal Alchemist for duos. God damn it. I promise y'all to do more research and to come prepared. <laughs> I am letting myself down. I am letting y'all down. I feel bad that we stick to like, I'm, I'm, I think I've been over critical of our, of like stuff that, content that we put out mm-hmm. way better episode next time <laughs> possibly animatrios next episode i don't know i'm still thinking about it if you guys didn't know i'm the one that comes up with the um topic ideas yeah <laughs> yeah if y'all want a, another duo audrey and angel there you go he'd be doing the editing uh, heavy lifting, I be posting and coming up with topics. I do the graphics. She carries the conversation. Come on now. I'll I be doing, I'll be putting in some work. <laughs> some, I be doing stuff. a lot of work. He does a lot of work too. Um, yeah, I, I just want to show appreciation to Angel. Thank you. I appreciate he you is- too. I appreciate you so much. He's the reason these episodes get uploaded, that they sound great. That um, He's really the reason we're able to do this. Thank you. And another appreciation to our homegirl, Venus. Yes, who made our song that you hear every week. Yeah, and who shares our, our post as well that we have a new episode. Venus, I greatly appreciate you as well. You really tie in our episode together and thank you endlessly for what you did for us. We love you. And what you do for us, for sharing, it means a lot. Definitely. Go listen to her on Spotify, please. Yes, her musician name is Luxtren. That's L-U-X-T-R-E-N. Yeah. And thank you, everybody. Just another thank you to all our friends who listen as well. Um, I don't know. I guess I just want to be thankful and show my appreciation to everybody. Yeah. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank you to everyone who listens. It means a lot. Um, See you next week. Bye.